You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Y'all know the vibes. Y'all know what time it is. Welcome to the Wrestling Takeover, the number one podcast when it comes to creativity and honesty. I'm your host, Jordan Turner, and this is the Wrestling Takeover, and this is your official Monday Night Raw review and analysis. What a good uh, episode of Monday Night Raw. What have I been telling you guys for the longest? That WWE can be appointment television with the snap of a finger. Any chance that they want to. Us fans, it's it's a great feeling to know that you've been a fan of WWE your whole life. You've been watching WWE your whole life. And all you've been wanting is for WWE to be great again. All you've been wanting is WWE to have purpose in storylines and creating characters and having long-term booking and appreciating the audience, not insulting our intelligence. Ladies and gentlemen, the WWE product has not been this exciting in quite, quite some time. I will be going over every aspect that took place tonight on Monday Night Raw for September 26th, 2022. Before I do that, man, y'all know what y'all know what to do. Y'all know the vibe. So be sure to subscribe, share, and listen. Most importantly, listen to the wrestling takeover on all audio podcasting streaming platforms. Apple Podcast. Rate the podcast five stars. Same goes for Spotify as well. And also give me a listen if you can, please, on Google Play and iHeart Radio. Social media. Y'all know the vibes. Twitter at JT Takeover. And join the family on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. Be sure to follow me on the IG page. There will be a brand new article dropping this week for discusspw.com. I'm finishing up my little uh, ideas regarding my article, taking notes regarding the article. But. Everything's looking good right now, so be sure to check out a brand new article for DiscussPW.com that will be dropping this week. Let's get into the podcast. The WWE product um, has been in a very interesting, exciting time, and the WWE product right now kind of has... A sense of second life. You know, the fans are very excited for the WWE product. Every single outlet that you look, if it's on social media, blogs, podcasters, everybody is excited about the WWE product. Everybody's excited. And you know what also? Uh, everybody is excited about extreme rules. Extreme Rules looks stacked 
Now, I've been one of the main components, the main people in the IWC that has been talking about Extreme Rules needs to be replaced with a pay-per-view. It needs to get away from the pay-per-view schedule. Nobody gives a fuck about the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Now, I still feel that way, but it looks like Extreme Rules isn't going anywhere, so I have to deal with it, and I have to move with the punches. Uh, I want to make this point before I get into the Raw review that the Extreme Rules pay-per-view is really stacked. We have Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins in a fight pit match. We have Karrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre in a strap match. We have Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Hopefully, it turns out to be a good match uh, because their last encounters really haven't been that good to me, in my personal opinion. But we got Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey in an Extreme Rules match. We also just uh, got an announcement today that it will be Edge versus Finn Balor uh, in an I Quit match uh, at Extreme Rules. So that's going to be great. And also announced tonight will be at Extreme Rules, Bailey going one-on-one with Bianca Belair in a ladder match. I think this is great. Shout out to Triple H continuing to just give the fans what we want. He's doing it big, so props uh, to Triple H there and Stephen McMahon and everybody else on the WWE management and creative team. Hopefully, I'm on the creative team someday. We'll see. Let's get into the review, ladies and gentlemen. So we kick things off with the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. She comes to the ring with Alexa Bliss and Asuka. Now, I have been noticing a lot of people in the IWC have really been talking about Alexa Bliss. Oh, Alexa Bliss, uh, she's not herself anymore. What's going on with Bliss? Is she going through a character change? Why is she still with Lily? Like I said, I came up with an idea this past Sunday. If you guys missed the podcast where I talked about all of the latest wrestling news um, that are in the the news uh, feeds, all the rumors this past Sunday, check it out. Um, it's all available on all audio podcast platforms. I mentioned that I believe Alexa Bliss is a part of the whole conglomerate, the whole story, the whole return of Wyndham Rotunda. I'll talk about Wyndham when I get to it. But uh, Alexa Bliss has been talked about. People have been saying that Alexa Bliss isn't the same. Oh, Alexa Bliss, you know, she wasn't all that. She's not really all hype. She's all game and that's it. You know, I'm, you know, I'm interested to see what Alexa Bliss is going to do. But I will say, because I'm always honest um, with you guys, no matter what, I'm always going to be 100% honest and always speaking the truth. Alexa Bliss right now, I don't like this character from her. Um, I don't like the character that she is uh, portraying right now. I think Bliss... This babyface run with Bliss really isn't doing it for me. You following me? So I, I might be alone on that, but I feel like Bliss 
you know, needs to become a heel again. I actually missed her character um, when she was uh, the Fight Feet Fury, Alexa Bliss heel turn character that she was playing all those years ago. I think that should come back, but we'll see what happens. Um, so they, her and Oscar were out there with uh, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair tells Bailey she really considered coming out here to challenge her tonight instead of waiting for Extreme Rules. She said, I know it isn't about you and I. I knew not to come out alone, so it would not be three on one once again. You should have faced Alexa one on one, but EO and Dakota had to interfere because you can't fight your battles alone. If you want my championship at Extreme Rules, good luck. Doing it alone, keep it between you and I. Bailey's music hits. She plays. She comes out and she says that she is, isn't all about the two of them. It isn't bigger than that. Bailey says Bianca Belair has been groomed to be in this position. That was a shoot. That was a shoot comment from Bailey. Let me talk to you. Vince McMahon loves Bianca Belair. Thank God Vince McMahon really never ruined Bianca Belair. Uh, there was also some pits here and there with the... Uh, what is it? Less than 30 second loss at SummerSlam. I'll never forgive Vince McMahon for that decision. That didn't do anything, even though people and him alike uh, in the news were talking about how this is a bigger story with Becky Lynch and it's all going to culminate at WrestleMania, which it did. I still did not agree with that decision with Bianca Belair uh, losing in seconds. I think Bianca Belair losing in seconds was a stupid decision, but it happened. So it is what it is. But <laughs> Bailey talking about how Bianca Belair was groomed. That was a shoot. I genuinely believe the booking of Bianca Belair, mainly positive because of, you know, the the title reigns that she's been getting. The winning of the Women's Royal Rumble, main eventing WrestleManias, having great WrestleMania matches, being catered to. Uh, you can kind of see where Bailey's coming from when it comes to her being groomed, Bianca Belair being groomed to be in this position. She says, you were handpicked and trained to be a champion. That is a fact. That's a shoot. Bailey says she groomed herself and trained herself. Another shoot from Bailey. <laughs> she has wanted to do this since she was 12 years old. I said I was going to take over WWE, and I have done that. Another shoot comment from Bailey. I said I was going to take over WWE, and I have done that. You have done all of these things, but you were placed, picked, and chosen. Another shoot from Bailey. Bailey dropping bomb after bomb after bomb on Bianca Belair. And if you're a Bianca Belair fan like myself, I adore her. You can't blame Bailey for what she was saying because let's face facts, people. She's speaking the truth. She's speaking the truth. So um, anybody out there that is um, throwing shade at Bailey for you know some of the comments that she was making, don't do that because she was speaking absolute facts. Bianca Belair says that she has earned everything she has accomplished, which is a shoot. Uh, she says that she is in this position because she is showing up and showing out another shoot. This promo pretty much was a shoot, technically, sort of. 
depend on who you talk to. But these comments really felt like it was a shoot. So that's kind of where I'm trying to get at here. Uh, she says, not only is she was in this position, but she showed up and showed out. Where have you been? I'm sorry, you were injured. <sighs> I'm going to continue. But I'm not going to apologize for being champion when you came back. Bailey says that she taught herself to walk, run again. She pinned Bianca Belair at Clash at the Castle, something that hasn't been done in 300 days. Everything you have done is because I was injured and not here. You need to fall in line. Shout out to Roman Reigns. Continuing on, Bianca Belair says the last time she checked, you were here when I was on top of my game. When I main evented WrestleMania, you were here. I remember giving you a KOD on a ladder at Hell in a Cell. Wink, wink, ladder. You came back with Io and Dakota because you couldn't face me alone. Bailey says the past is the past, and she is sick of Bianca running her mouth. Bailey says that she wants to win the Raw Women's title in a ladder match. Love it. Shout out to Triple H. Making big moves in the game, man. You love to see it. Bianca Belair tells Bailey to uh, the eh eh, pretty much telling her, nah, bitch, on my turf. Uh, she will get extreme with your girl tonight, Bianca Belair says. She looked right at EO. And when Bianca looked at EO, I, I smiled and I'm like, oh my God, my two girls going at it. I love it. I love it. And that was the first opening match. Uh, EO Sky versus Bianca Belair. What a banger. What a banger. You know, I actually seen some people um, on Twitter tonight mentioning that EO felt a little off. Um, that's not the vibe I got through my eyes. You know, through your guys' eyes, you guys probably seen different. But through my eyes... In my opinion, I thought Io Shirai was fine. And that's why I love pro wrestling. We have different views and opinions. We see things through our different set of eyes. I love that. Um, so I love pro wrestling so much. Io Shirai. Where's her flowers? Um, I, I feel personally that Io is top 10 in the world. No question. No debate. Don't come at me saying, oh, EO's not top 10. I don't care who else you have on that list. I, I really don't. If you don't have EO Sky in your top 10, then you're tripping. You're tripping. EO Sky is easily in the top 10 for sure. Um, you know, EO Shirai, EO Sky uh, is... A phenomenal talent. She's great. And I'm so happy that she is back in WWE. I was a little scared. I actually thought she was going to leave. And I was actually going to be a little heartbroken. Because how much I'm a fan of her. And what you know she brings to the table. She's a superstar. She acts like a superstar. She carries herself like a superstar. She wrestles like a superstar. It's great to see. We know Bianca Belair is great. We understand that. You know, Bianca Belair is a generational talent. She's one of one. That's what Bianca Belair is. She's one of one. WWE really doesn't have a lot of those. 
in the company when it comes to the women. So we see Bianca with the drop kick and EO goes to the floor. We go to commercial. We come back and we see Solo Sequoia and Sami Zayn emerge from the limo. They get out the car as this match was going on. So we see uh, Bianca Belair with the shoulder tackle and then she punches EO Sky into the turnbuckles. Bianca flips over and charges EO and gets a near fall after clotheslining EO. Bianca Belair with a waist lock and EO with elbows followed suit. EO goes through the ropes and escapes and Bianca Belair hits the ropes throat and or Bianca Belair hits the ropes and she hits throat first. EO with the basement slide on the apron. After that, we see Bianca with the backdrop to escape and both women are down. EO with the form and Bianca Belair fires back. This match was getting good, real good. I don't know what people were talking about with EO. Uh, not being herself here. I didn't see it. Uh, Bianca with a shoulder tackle and a clothesline. Bianca was doing great here as well. Uh, Bianca uh, landed a drop kick. And then after that, Bianca with the superplex. And she rolls through for a marching superplex again. So superplex back to back. Bianca gets a near fall. After that, Bianca goes for a grand slam, but Eel blocks it and reverses it with a roll up for two count. Eel stands on her hair, does EO. She stands on Bianca Belair's hair, but Bianca trips EO, and Bianca lands her feet on the handspring moonsault with EO's maneuver. Uh, Bianca with the slam, and then a handspring moonsault for near fall. After that, we've seen Bianca goes for the KOD, but EO gets to the ropes and the apron. EO with a kick that heads, and EO goes to the top rope. EO with the crossbody, but Bianca rolls through and hits a fallaway slam. And then we see Bianca go for the pin, but Bianca uh, gets a near fall. Towards the end, we've seen uh, Bianca pushes EO, excuse me, off the turnbuckles into Bailey and Dakota Kai. Bianca with the pressman onto Bailey and Dakota. EO with the palm strike, and then they return to the ring. Both women are back in there, and then we've seen EO with the springboard move over Bianca, and then Bianca catches her uh, for the KOD. For the one, two, three. Uh, great match. Great opener. And it just proves. It just proves that. Not only is Triple H in love with both of these women. But Triple H loves women's wrestling. Tony Khan take notes. Next up we got Kevin Patrick. He's in the back with Ray Mysterio. Kevin asks Ray about what Dominic did last week. Ray says that there is nothing like the feeling of holding a newborn and revisioning the type of person they are going to become, no matter what the path they take. I will never fight Dominic when I have the chair in my hand. I wondered what happened to the man I raised. I know deep down inside that this is not my son. This is Rhea manipulating his heart. Hey, uh, Ray, um, I want Rhea Ripley to manipulate my heart. I'm just saying. Rhea Ripley, y'all know the vibes. Come on now. Everybody would want Rhea Ripley to manipulate their heart. Continuing on. Uh, Rey Mysterio says, I step into the ring with Seth Rollins, and I need to give my best. I have had my fair shares of battles with Seth, and I know what he is capable of and what he can do. Rey says that he may have mercy for his son, for his own flesh and blood, but I will not show any mercy for Seth. 
uh, we go to commercial, and this is where we had The Miz. The Miz was doing some crazy stuff. He was with security, and he says that he has a prize package worth of $1 million. Sure you do. Actually, maybe he does. I don't know. Uh, after that, he says a role in the Marine spinoff. I'll pass. Hey, Miz, I'll take the million dollars, man. Are you giving me million dollars or a role on the Marine spinoff? Uh, he has gift cards and some career advice. I could take the advice and I'll take the million dollars. Everything else, <laughs> I don't want it. Uh, he says that he wanted smart and seeth security. You are not security. You are Ms. Force. <laughs> are you taking quotes from the Power Rangers? Lightspeed Rescue Wild Force. Come on now. Turbo. Come on, man. Y'all know. If you were... Growing up around my age in the 1990s, early 2000s, y'all know the vibes, man. Power Rangers was slamming back in the day. Y'all know. He said that you are not security, you are misforce. He tells him to find who shall not be named and find him. Dexter Loomis. Continuing on, we got Seth Rollins going one-on-one with Rey Mysterio. Before we do that, uh, Seth Rollins has something to say as he crackles. I love Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is easily outside of Roman Reigns and the bloodline and Sami Zayn. I seen their promo on SmackDown. It was a banger of a promo between the bloodline and Sami Zayn. That segment was one of the best segments in recent memory, uh, quite frankly, in WWE. It, it just was a wonderful segment from start to finish. The best part about it was Jey Uso's just facial expressions. I wanted to point that out because I really haven't been covering SmackDown as of late. I want to get back to it, but that's here, the near or there. Uh, their promo was great, their segment. But we had Seth Rollins. He says that he should be the brand new United States champion, and there is only one reason why he is not. That reason has to do a name that he does not want to say it out loud. But he is not U.S. champion because of Matt Riddle. The blood feud with Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins is crazy. I I think they hashed it out. But, man, you can still feel the animosity between both men. Even they're both professional. They're keeping it professional and stuff. It's off the storyline, everything like that. Uh, But you can still feel it within Seth Rollins' voice. I had Bobby Lashley in the center of the ring, you said. And Riddle forced me to take my eye off the ball. For one second, and it cost him. He says that Riddle has been a thorn in his side, but it was for the last time. They finished it. They'll finish it, excuse me, at Extreme Rules inside a fight pit. I love it. Fight pit. Y'all remember when you guys were watching NXT as well, right? With the fight pit match with Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. That was a great match. We only seen it one time. Now we're about to see it twice. Extreme Rules actually looking like Extreme Rules. you got to love it. Seth Rollins continues and says, Now nobody thinks that he has a chance in the fight pit because it is Matt Riddle's type of match. Seth says that he came to the harsh conclusion that he is Seth Rollins and it does not matter what kind of match it is. That's a fact. That's a shoot because Seth Rollins can go toe-to-toe with anybody in any type of stipulation. Uh, He says, I have been in every... Literally, taking the words out of my mouth. I have been in every single type of match. I have won them all as good as Matt Riddle is, maybe inside the cage. Riddle has nothing on him. 
So that's that, that he is a seething level anger for the fight game. It may not be the first time in the fight pit, or it may be the first time in the fight pit for him, but when it is all over, Riddle will be flat on his back, and they will be singing his song and calling him the king of the fight pit. Uh, Seth, I love you, man. You are really on top of your game. You really are. Big fan of yours, dog. You are one of the best in-ring performers, peer performers of all time. You are not winning at Extreme Rules. I would be shocked if Seth Rollins wins at Extreme Rules. I think we're going to get a third match. And if we do get a third match, I think we're going to get either a last man standing match, a steel cage match, or Hell in a Cell, Three Stages of Hell. Let's make it happen, Triple H. I'm giving you some ideas here. Let's do it. If Riddle wins, we have to get a third match. There's no question about that. Easy. So we'll see what happens. Next up, speaking of Rollins, we got him versus Rey Mysterio. Very, very good match between these two. They never disappoint. Uh, Very fun match. Back and forth. We're going to take it to the end. Uh, We see the referee holds Rollins back and does not see Rhea Ripley. I love Rhea Ripley. Oh, Rhea Ripley. Continuing on, sorry. Uh, Rhea Ripley sends Ray into the ring post, and then Dominic pulls Ray in the ring. Seth with the blackout, and then Seth with a very interesting submission, very similar to a AEW performer that does this move. If you guys know who I'm talking about, good job. Seth Rollins with a Pervin Necklin submission, and then Rey Mysterio passes out. After that, we got something very interesting. So I'm going to play the clip. So uh, if you're very new to the podcast, uh, again, please subscribe, share, and listen to the Wrestling Takeover. This is an up-and-coming wrestling podcast that will be in household names in the near future. There's no question. My creativity is bar none better than anybody in the community. But uh, Seth Rollins... And Dominic, um, there's a clip here. Um, I've been bringing clips to the podcast. People have been enjoying them, so I really want to continue to do so. Uh, there's a clip with Rey Mysterio and Dominic, so let's check it out. Some fans said, who's your poppy? Uh, That clip was Dominic having a steel chair. He was walking down the ramp. And Seth Rollins thought that Dominic was going to hit him uh, in the face. And that was not the case at all. After that, I got another clip. Let's play it regarding Dominic and Rey Mysterio. This continued. Father yet again. Shades of last week. 
No way, Rey Mysterio. Oh, oh, Rhea Ripley! Got it. The eradicator of the Judgment Day. Referee dealing with Seth Rollins. An evil influence on Dominic Mysterio. That's what she is. Uh, Byron Saxon. And I'll have Rhea Ripley do some. Listen. All I'm going to say is Rhea Ripley. She's that chick. I'm going to move on. Uh, so next up, we had Bobby Lashley. Uh, wishes Rilla good luck. This was backstage. Uh, he says that he heard what Seth had to say about the fight pit. Bobby tells Riddle not to let him get out of it. Lashley tells Riddle never to uh, interrupt his matches, even though Riddle tried to help him. Ooh, so Bobby Lashley kind of threatening Matt Riddle there. I'd love to see that match. Uh, Riddle versus Lashley down the line. So after Lashley tells Riddle not to ever interrupt his matches, even though Riddle was trying to help him, Lashley tells Riddle to knock Seth Rollins' teeth in. So that was a great promo there by Lashley. Lashley's very confident, and I love that the United States Championship is getting a proper build and attention. Moving on, we got Kevin Owens and Johnny Gargano. They walk in the back, and we see another member of Miss Force. Oh, my God. That name sounds awful. Really does sound awful. Uh, they go down in the back. Uh, we get to commercial. We come back, and then we get Kevin Owens and Johnny Gargano versus Otis and Chad Gable. You know, I'll give them this. Uh, this is somewhat of a story, you know, because Kevin Owens and Johnny Gargano used to be a tag team, the Panda Express. If you guys are not familiar with that, I wasn't familiar. I had to do research on it. They were an actual duo uh, in the indies. So I didn't know that. I had to do some backstory. And uh, that was great that they actually kind of explained that as well, too. Uh, they went up against Otis and Chad Gable. Uh, another banger. Another good match. Another good match on Monday Night Raw. So I'm going to take it to... Uh, I'm going to take it to towards the end of the match here. So we've seen Otis uh, regaining the announce table. And Otis charges at Owens and hits the ring post. After that, we've seen Otis with a super kick and puts Otis on the announce table. Owens goes to the ringside barrier and hits an elbow drop onto Otis. Great spot there from Owens. Uh, back in the ring, Gable with the double trust to the throat. Uh, Gargano with the clothesline and then hits his set for a super kick. But Austin Theory, he grabs Gargano's leg. Gable with the rolling elbow and Gable with the cliffhanger DDT for a near fall. Gable kicks Gargano to the floor. Theory misses Gargano when Gargano ducks. Gargano then with the super kick to Theory. And then we've seen Gargano with the slingshot DDT for the three count. And Johnny Gargano and Kevin Owens get the win. I love it. Continuing it with Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano the way. Um, I'm really interested. Are, are we actually going to get a one-on-one -on -one match between the two at Extreme Rules? Or is that going to be saved for another day? Or are we going to get the way on the main roster? We'll see. We'll see what happens, but it should be very good. Can't wait for it. Next up, AJ Styles walks in the back as he passes another member of Miz Force. Kevin Patrick ambushes AJ, and, man, he really wanted that interview. I'll tell you that right now. Kevin Patrick really wanted to interview AJ. Uh, he asks AJ why the turn down the Judgment Day. Uh, AJ talks about respect, and he has 
been on his own for a while. Uh, Finn Balor shows up and he says that he knows about having friends. He says that the Judgment Day has accomplished so much. AJ and Finn together could change this business again. New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Bullet Club. Let's go. Let's get it. Um, But it's not going to happen. Finn says that Sammy has back up with uh, Solo. So Finn Bella offers the services of Judgment Day as an olive branch. AJ says that he will watch his own back. And then that's pretty much it. You know, Carl Anderson and Lou Gallows, uh, I know they're with Impact Wrestling. Uh, now, obviously, seeing what happened later on in the show, this isn't going to happen. But uh, before that segment was thrown together, in my mind, I was thinking, man, what would have been, you know, if we'd seen Dominic and we've seen Finn Balor and we've seen Damian Priest versus... AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. I thought that would have been great, but obviously that's not happening. But that was just an idea that was going in my mind here. So we we get back with the look of a video package at Steve Austin winning the 1998 Royal Rumble. I don't know what that means. We'll see what happens. I don't really want to comment really because I don't really have one. Uh, we'll see. If that actually plays into a storyline and somebody winning a Royal Rumble again for the third straight time. We'll see. So we uh, we move on and we see Austin Theory asks Gable and Otis what happened. Gable says Otis hasn't been at 100 since dealing with Braun Strowman. They would have scored those doofuses. Uh, Austin Theory says that he is not going to let Johnny Gargano embarrass him twice in a dump like Canada, it immediately boos. Immediate boos, easy heel heat there by Austin Theory. Theory gets a call, and it is for Chad. Braun is on the phone, and he tells Chad Gable he will not be laughing next week when he challenges Gable to a match in his hometown in St. Paul, uh, the way that they don't want to fly the body for the funeral, Braun said. Theory tells Otis he needs to show Gargano what he's about next week, it will be Otis versus Johnny Gargano, and you will make it to Gargano's last match, Austin Theory said. Uh, should be interesting. Be very interesting. Let's see what happens. Next up, we've seen Omos versus Joey Gibson and Craig Leaster. I don't give a fuck. Omos won, and let's move on. Because after the match, Omos sends both men to the floor. Omos puts Gibson onto the announce table and then puts some let and puts Lester, excuse me, on the announce table as well. Omos stands over the table over his two victims. I don't really care. Uh this is something of a negative for Triple H here. I don't know why you're having Omos on TV. I don't know what the point of this is, what this accomplishes. Omos is not ready. He's not a great pro wrestler. He's not ready for the big time yet. Uh, and he really shouldn't be on TV because things like this is filler to me. I don't like seeing filler on my wrestling show. I don't give a fuck what promotion it is. I don't care. I don't like filler. I want every single minute of every single second 
of every single hour that a wrestling show was on, I want it to be important. I want stability, not shit like Omas on my TV. No one gives a fuck. But it is what it is. That happened. Don't care. So after that, we see Miz. He's on the phone and he sees the rest of the Miz force taking a nap. This was actually pretty uh, interesting to an extent. Uh, I got something I really want to say negatively, but I'll, I'll read what happened here in the notes. Miz says that they were supposed to be elite security. Miz says since Dexter and he is hiding in an Allender's uniform behind Miz. Loomis spears Miz and hits him over the back with the hockey stick that looked brutal. Uh, Loomis then sits next to the Miz and applies silence before Loomis has to go to the penalty box. This was actually pretty interesting. Uh, Pretty funny. Uh, There's a problem. I'm over this slowly but surely. I'm getting over this shit. What is the point of Dexter Loomis attacking the Miz? Who is telling Dexter Loomis to attack the Miz? Is it Tommaso Ciampa? Is it Wyndham Rotunda? Is it Bray? We don't know. We don't know. But what I do know is I'm getting tired of this shit. Triple H, you need to explain. You're very good at that. You're very good at explaining what is going on. We still have not got an explanation as to why Dexter Loomis is continuously attacking The Miz. Tell me why I have a feeling that this has to do with Bray Wyatt. Hey, a lot of people in IWC are coming up with scenarios that Dexter Loomis, Alexa Bliss, Bray Wyatt are going to be an actual faction. We don't know. We'll see what happens. I pitched even better with Karrion Cross and Bray Wyatt along with the other people. We'll see. But right now, as it sits, I'm over this shit. So Triple H, you got to do something. You got to do something. We'll see. Next up, we've seen Nikki Ash. She was going one-on-one with somebody. Um, if I told you that it was Candice LeRae, would you have believed me? It's actually Candice LeRae. She's back. She's back home in the WWE, in the women's division, and you love, you love to see it. Love it. Candice LeRae's back. Big fan of LeRae. Uh, she got a big pop from the crowd. Uh, obviously, you know, this is clear, okay? This isn't pure speculation. This isn't any bullshit. Look at what AEW did on Wednesday when Soraya debuted for the promotion. She got a big pop from the crowd. Triple H said, okay, all right. He took Soraya. Uh, we're we're going to bring back Candice LeRae. We're going to bring back Johnny's wife. And she's going to come out. And she's going to get a reaction. And she did get a reaction. Great to see uh, Candice LeRae, you know, back in the WWE. This was great. So, uh, I'm gonna play the clip because I'm gonna I'm gonna hear the announcement, you know, reaction that Candice LeRae got. So let's play that clip. What? What? Wait a minute! Wait a damn minute! The Poison Pixie is on Monday 
contest is scheduled for one fall. Make your way to the ring from Anaheim, California, Candice LeRae. For those of you unfamiliar, Candice LeRae, one of the most decorated female superstars in the game, the wife of Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, who we just saw compete moments ago. And it appears that Candice LeRae is on Monday night raw. This is incredible. Great. It's great, man. It's great. Love it, man. I love this shit. Uh, great to see Candace back. She looks great. Uh, she got the win um, over Nikki. And after the match was very interesting, Nikki actually took his little, took her, excuse me, uh, took her mask off. And uh, Nikki, listen, sweetheart, we need uh, Sanity back. We need your character back from uh, Sanity. So. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what Triple H just, you know, concocting in his mind. I think we will be getting that or maybe a, a very duration of it. But it should be very exciting. So we'll see what happens. Next up, uh, we got uh, what we got here. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. They're in the back. And Finn says that AJ will turn it around and join them. Kevin Patrick then acts Damian Priest. If he is going to hold back against his former friend. And then Rhea Ripley. I love looking at Rhea Ripley. Love Rhea Ripley. You know, some of my best things in, in WWE is Rhea Ripley. Y'all know why. And y'all could agree with me as well, too. So everything that Rhea Ripley is doing, I'm so happy that she is being pushed. I'm so happy that she has direction. And it's not just Bianca Belair. Like, let's face it. Let's face it. Uh, Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley are on the same level. Now, from a booking standpoint, it might not seem that way, but, man, cut the vibes, bro. Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair are the same. They're the same, okay? They should get the same attention. And so I really love that Rhea Ripley is getting the attention that she rightfully deserves. Uh, so she says that it is a stupid question. Priest uh, says that he will not hold back. Riddle is a former friend. This is his family. They run raw, raw riddle with his brain in the clouds. Oh, look at that fucking weed comment. Holy shit. They can't stop with the weed comment, man. I don't know why. It's just very addicting to management. I don't know. They run raw while Riddle runs brains in the clouds. Riddle has pretended to be someone else. Uh, Rollins has him so confused. He thinks he's in MMA. You are not a viper or a cage fighter. You are not my friend. You will fall while the judgment day will rise. Great promo uh, by Damian Priest. Uh, I've been commenting on Damian Priest for for a while. Um, that his promo ability is just not good. His delivery really isn't all that good. But uh, I take back what I said. Uh, Damian Priest is very good on the promo. He feels comfortable. And it's a great thing to see. Next up, we got AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn with Sola Sequoia. Another banger of a match. Another banger. This was a great, great match between Zayn and Styles. We go back from commercial and we see Styles and Zayn are on the turnbuckles. AJ sets up for a sunset flip powerbomb, but Sami holds on to the top rope. AJ tries to turn it into a Styles Clash, but Sammy escapes. Sammy with an exploder into the turnbuckles. Sammy sets for a haluva kick, 
but AJ rolls over to the floor. Sammy sends AJ back in the ring and AJ with the calf crusher. Sammy reaches the ropes and AJ pulls the leg back. Sammy reaches the ropes and gets it uh, to force the break. He tells the referee to force the break. Sammy with the jawbreaker and AJ with the sunset flip and he rolls through into a Styles Clash attempt, but Sammy gets his foot on the rope. Sammy sends AJ over the top rope, but AJ holds on and connects with the form. Sammy grabs AJ's hair and then Solo hits a Yurnagi on the apron while Sammy distracts the referee. Sami Zayn hoots a Luva kick, and Sami Zayn got the win. This was interesting after the match. This was great. Um, so after the match, we actually seen the Judgment Day and AJ Styles. I'm going to play the clip. Uh, you guys don't want to hear me talk about it in the notes. I'm just going to play the clip. Let's get it. Potentially months to come. The Judgment Day offered the olive branch to Styles, but AJ just too proud to take the opportunity. I, I respect AJ Styles' pride, but oh no, God, this this should cost Styles in a major way. This should cost Styles his career. This is great. Another message from the Judgment Day. Ballard continuing this campaign to convince AJ Styles to join the Judgment Day. Whew! It's so good. It's so good, man. This is great. Um, we're going to get to... Uh, it... it Listen, I don't know where they're going with this. Quite frankly, uh, we'll see what happens with it. I think that maybe we get Balor and AJ in a tag team, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to get um, a good little rivalry here because I know um, Edge versus Finn Balor is going to happen. After that, I think we're going to get Balor versus Styles. But again, we can maybe see a tag team because Finn Balor says he does not want to attack uh, AJ Styles because he is his friend so keep that in mind keep that comment in mind he's my friend you can maybe see a duo between Styles and Balor excuse me carry on I'm not getting rid of that so we got backstage we got Bianca Belair Alexa Bliss and Oscar in the back with Candice LeRae shows up and tells Bianca she hopes she whips out Bailey at Extreme Rules Bailey, Eo, and Dakota Kai show up, and Bailey has some words for Candace. Uh, Bailey tells Candace that she is new, so if she wants a match against Dakota, she will have to wait until next week. Let me tell you something. We are getting war games. We are getting war games. I cannot wait. I'm very excited for this. And what I think is going to happen is um, we are... Um, I'm trying to think. 
Um, so we got EO, we got Bailey, we got Dakota. We need one more person. EO, Bailey, Dakota. We need one more person because at War Games, we are getting Alexa Bliss. We are getting Asuka. We are getting Candice LeRae. And we are getting Bianca Belair. Four on four. Who is going to be the last woman on team, uh, you know, Bailey? I, I botched. I'm sorry. Team Bailey. Team Control. Uh, who is going to be that fourth person? I have no idea. I really have no idea. Um, I'm not even going to speculate and come up with the name because I just don't know. Quite frankly, I just want Triple H to bring us somebody else. So we'll see. Um, it's going to be 4v4 at Survivor Series. They keep teasing it. It's being planned. Uh, damage Control versus Team Bianca with um, Bianca at the helm, Alexa, Asuka, and Candice LeRae versus Bailey, Eel, Sky, Dakota Kai, and one more individual. Who that person is, I really don't know, but I can't wait to find out. So next we got Braun Strowman. He faces Chad Gable. Otis then faces Johnny Gargano. Should be good. And then we get to the main event. We got Matt Riddle versus um, Damian Priest. So we got Damian Priest versus Matt Riddle. This was a great match. Very fun match. Matt Riddle got the win. And after the match, we've seen Balor, Rhea Ripley, and Dominic attack Riddle Priest with the South of Heaven maneuver until we see the return of Edge. Let's get it, man. <laughs> Balor's reaction. Huge ovation for Edge, man. Big ovation for Edge. This was great. Um, and what we know is that Edge, um, he announced that he wants to go up against Finn Balor at Extreme Rules. So we will be getting that. We will be getting both of those men uh, duking it out at Extreme Rules. This is going to be great. And ladies and gentlemen, that is your review for the official Monday Night Raw post show right here on the Wrestling Takeover. Thank you guys for joining me. This was a great, great review. WWE is on fire right now. That flame is lit. Legitimately. And Triple H is giving the fans what we want. Uh, I want to end it with this. The QR code for... Bray Wyatt. I want to end it with that. Bray Wyatt. He's coming back, right? So we've seen Edge. It's Bray Wyatt. It's, it's confirmed no matter what. More than ever before. More than ever before. We've seen Bray Wyatt. 
uh, being teased for a while now. And we've seen Edge. we just seen Edge come back. So who the fuck is this QR code shit? Who's the QR code? It's Bray Wyatt. We actually have a clip of the QR code on Monday Night Raw, the White Rabbit, uh, shown during the Rollins and Rey Mysterio match. I got the clip here. Let's play it. And the rabbit ended uh, with being shown. If it's not Bray Wyatt, WWE fucked up. But it's Bray Wyatt. We know it's Bray Wyatt. We know it's him. And I can't wait, you know, for Bray Wyatt to uh, appear. So it's going to be a great, great time. It's just a matter of time when Bray Wyatt shows up. And when that man shows up, the crowd is going to be lit. They are begging. They are salivating for Bray Wyatt. Now, the question is with Bray Wyatt, what's the story? Why is he coming out? Who is he going to attack? You know, that is what I want to know. Yes, he's going to come out. Yes, it's going to be great. But what is the reason for Bray Wyatt coming out? What's the story? What's the reason for us to get invested? We're going to be invested anyways because it's Bray fucking Wyatt. Yes. But the story needs to be told. We need to get an explanation as to why he is back. And that's what I hope Triple H accomplishes. But the QR code stuff, it's Bray Wyatt. No question. It can't be to anybody else. And right now, WWE is, is on hitting on all cylinders. Uh, Raw is really becoming a great show. SmackDown is slowly getting back into motion. And right now, it's a great time to uh, be a fan of WWE and have faith again in the WWE brand when it comes to creative. So it's awesome, man. Great time to be a fan. So that's all I got for you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Wrestling Takeover. Brand new episode for your official Monday Night Raw review and results. And I will see you guys next time right here on the Wrestling Takeover.